welcome to Ridiculously Imperfect. I'm Emily. And I'm Kelsey. And we are here to share life stories while embracing our imperfections. Each episode, we dig deep into the highs and lows of life, tackling topics with authenticity and humor. Our stories are meant to be told, not buried. Join us in being ridiculously imperfect. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. It's the girls that are ridiculously imperfect. Yeah. How's it going as you're driving in your car or folding laundry or sitting on the couch? Or exercising, yes. which I love we don't know much about, so it didn't come up fourth, on our list. Fourth suggestion <laughs> is exercise. Uh, How else do people listen to podcasts? I would be curious about that, actually. Like, question. What, what is it that you do as you listen? Yeah. Tell us. Yes. We want to know. <laughs> what are we helping you get through? Yes. Is it the car line at school? Because I've done that before. Um, is it just... I was going to say quiet time, but that sounds counterproductive. We are not very <laughs> yeah, quiet. Not, you're not going to achieve what you or need calming. during quiet time if you're yes. listening to us. But mm, thanks laundry. for listening. Yeah. Uh, we are just so, so excited. Last week we shared a little bit of this, but we we received a prize, a cash prize of $250 from a contest that Racket put on for budding podcasters. And we are just so excited about yeah. that. So, so exciting. We are thankful for the heads up on this contest and for people sending us love letters and just supporting us because outside of the love letters, I know that they looked at the success of our podcast and our listenership and yay. Yay. <laughs> thank you. Thank stuff. you. Thank you. We couldn't do this without all of you and your support Apes. is what keeps us going. Your encouraging words. Yes. Um, and so we're so excited to um, just continue on this journey and for what our next season holds. Yes. Ah, it's so fun. Um, oh, really quick. Last week, you want to take that? Sure. <laughs> so we just wanted to mention again, last week um, was a really amazing episode. Um, but we did want to remind all listeners, if you haven't listened yet, to go back. Um, it's a great message on loss and honoring those um, loved ones that you've lost. Um, but it is very heavy. And so we just wanted to... Um, remind everyone, you know, if you're at a place right now in life where that might not be something of in your best interest to listen to at this moment, that is perfectly fine. And we just want you to be aware. Yes. Um, and so you can always come back to it later. Yes. And that, so that will be episode 25. Episode 25. Um, okay. Yes. So thank you for yeah. grabbing that. Uh, so before we get into our lovely topic today, I want to wish the cutest little fella I know, and I'm not talking about my kitty, Rooster, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Since apparently Danica thinks Rooster is my favorite family member, which he is the cutest little kitty that ever is or was. Um, But happy birthday to Jacob. (laughs) Happy birthday, Jacob. Felt very insincere. (laughs) Yes. Do you want to add some more? Yes. I could not have picked a better partner for life or let me reverse that I could not have been picked by a better partner (laughs) for my life and you know it is quite beautiful to we just celebrated 14 years a couple weeks ago that's awesome and it is just our story is 
just the picture of not giving up on each other and working hard yeah. and like being in the trenches together. And that's something he actually talked about with me last week. We had a interesting couple of weeks as a couple. Um, I know it's so easy to think that life is perfect and everybody looks perfect. And you see this cute little post on social media and you're like, oh, they're so happy. It mm-hmm. makes me want to barf. Um, which most of the time I feel that way. But we last week had a really hard, hard, hard conversation with each other. And we were both feeling a little amiss. And that's okay. But mm-hmm. we talked about it. And I think yes. that's the best part of... I was feeling really just... You know that pit in your stomach when you have to talk about something heavy and mm-hmm. you just don't want to? Or you just... You know you have to, but you know it's going to be really hard to talk about or receive. Um, <clears throat> that's where we were at. And we just both had some aha moments and just it wasn't a defensive conversation and I think that's the thing that we have learned because when you're newlyweds it's really easy to be like but I didn't do that but you did this but I didn't do that and mm-hmm. and then as you get older and mature and spend more time with that person it's easier to recognize like they love me so much it is worth them saying something to work on this thing and to make it better yeah and we spent more time together in the last week than we have in a really really long time and that's saying a lot because we we travel frequently Mm -hmm. but it's not intentional time yeah excuse me so that's where it just i i just couldn't be with a better person for me someone that will like ebb and flow with me and will help me make pivots and i'll help him and we're listening to each other and that's just like the i feel like the foundation of any good relationship is just communication and just yeah, listening exactly and sometimes when you listen it's gonna hurt and sometimes when you listen it's going to almost make you feel like well that can't possibly be true but i often say this is how i feel and i'm allowed to feel this way mm-hmm. and that's okay and just again we had the best conversation and i feel like we are just headed to or in a really good season of life with each other right now but it just is a reminder to be intentional with your person yeah whether you're dating married engaged whatever that looks like if you let the busyness around you suck you in then you can lose out on time with your number one and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't want him to feel neglected, nor do I want to feel that way. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I just, I love him more than I ever thought was possible. And I just am, I'm so proud of the man that he is and the father he is and the friend he is and how, how he loves me. And it's so effortless. Um. And he's just he's a really really good good person and anyone who doesn't think that can fight me <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i'm not a violent person though i did have a really violent dream last night that somebody broke into my house and when they were eating sandwiches <laughs> it was really weird <laughs> and guess who it was i don't know danny devito <laughs> i was like what is happening oh and then he pulled a knife out on me and it freaked me out but it was for his That's sandwiches hilarious it was, it was so so weird but anyway that has nothing to do with Jacob's birthday. So anyway, <laughs> happy birthday, Jacob. Happy birthday, babe. I I am so thankful that you're mine. And I love you very much. And I hope that this next year 
brings you all the joy and love that you deserve. Yes, all of that. Yeah. That's so sweet. <sighs> yeah. Which part, the Danny DeVito part or? <laughs> just kidding. No, <gasps> just your love and your encouragement for others and their relationships. And I love that. And I feel like it's really hard to admit you're not okay, whether that's individually or as a couple. Mm-hmm. And I just have had so many reminders in the last month that if I am not feeling healthy, there's no way I can love well because I'm not even loving myself well. Mm-hmm. And that has been a very big reality lately. And I think it's been really powerful too to dive in and focus on me so that I can be the best mom and wife, wife and mom, <laughs> that that I can be. But sometimes it's really hard to admit those things too. Mm-hmm. To yeah. be like, I'm just off. Yes. Yeah. And to be okay with it. And then where do I go from there? Right. Because sometimes you don't even know. You feel so off, you're like lost. Yeah. You know, in this bubble. And then, okay. I know I don't feel right, but now what do I do about it? Right. It's hard. Yeah. And especially where, when you can be in a relationship and you see, I know my person is hurting, but I'm hurting too. And I don't even have the energy to help lift them up because Mm -hmm. I'm not okay. Yeah. So, gosh, it's just a lot. But on a little bit of a lighter note, <laughs> well, actually, this isn't a lighter note. <laughs> Next week, we're going <laughs> to be different note. We're going to be talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. This is so inappropriate. We're going to be talking about my infertility journey. <laughs> I will not be laughing whenever we record this. I promise you that. I'm laughing because this is just how my brain works sometimes, and the laughing when I get uncomfortable, and then throwing in a really inappropriate joke. But um, next week, we are going to be highlighting my infertility journey, and Jacob's going to be joining us, which will be kind of nice to have a male perspective, because that is something you really don't hear men talk about. Yeah. So, I am very eager to hear what he has to say about it. Yeah. I think I have a feeling of a couple things, but... um, I just I think it will be good because so many people struggle with yeah. infertility. It is truly like an unspoken, I don't want to say disease, because I mean, I, I guess it kind of, I don't know if it classifies as a yeah. disease or disorder or whatever, but um, people just don't talk about it. Right. <clears throat> so uh, we, as we were kind of mapping out what the rest of our season one looks like, and we realized that. National Infertility Week was going to be hitting with our next episode. It just felt like the perfect time to talk about this and to just be really raw and open. So I guess all that to say, if you back to this trigger warning from last week, um, if you feel like that's not something that you can receive in a healthy place right now, please don't listen. We would rather not have a download and our listeners be healthy than have these really high numbers knowing that people are forcing themselves to listen to things that are just really hard to hear right Mm now. Um, But I just, I know that so many people like suffer silently Mm -hmm. and I did for pretty much all of the journey. And I just want to be able to help any and all couples that are experiencing that now and just hopefully provide my insight on what that looked like and things that were helpful and all of that. So that's just kind of a little heads up of where we're going next week. And now we're going to talk about something that's a little bit lighter because 
we had some last week was pretty heavy it's been and a big week, month <laughs> it's been a big month and the week like two weeks before that was really heavy so yeah uh, but that's just the reality of this podcast is we want to be authentic and real and sometimes it's going to be really lighthearted, and you're going to be in your car or doing laundry thinking how much thought did they put into this episode <laughs> and then there's going to be ones where you're like wow that was that was intense. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. So this is not one of those episodes <laughs> because we are going to talk about uh, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it several different topics beforehand, so I wasn't sure what that hand gesture was getting at. We did. We, we gonna... decided it'd be fun to talk about how different our weekends look because yes. we typically like before we start recording, we're like hashing out, "Hey, how was your weekend? What you guys do?" Um. And how fun it would be to kind of discuss the difference between like our weekends now with yep. children and family life and all that look compared to prior to. Yeah. Yeah. And very different. Very different. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. Where do you want to jump in? At? Well, we should start with just how was your weekend? My weekend was very busy. Very, lots of things lots of soccer started this weekend so we mm-hmm. had two games we had um some extra kiddos in our home which was very fun we had the Eaton children staying with us and we loved every second of that so we went from two to five um and it was a great easy transition we could do it again was it really <laughs> yeah it was, <laughs> actually it went really well all things considering um so we did a lot of car carpooling car shuttling i don't know we had a lot of things soccer games and a birthday party and the girls wanted to go thrifting so we did that and so i was very tired (laughs) (laughs) they have all the energy they can go 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 um but it was so fun it was beautiful this weekend so we spent all day outside yesterday for sure and saturday actually was really nice too so yeah good how about you? Yeah. So, oh, really quick. What did, what does Danica, what is her new obsession now? Yeah. So I was telling Emily that we have geckos, leopard geckos, and she loves them, which Emily Ugh. would love them. <laughs> so I said her next, anytime I can get her a gift, I know what I'm going to get her. Oh my gosh. I think I would cry. I would I would hide. I don't know. I can't like and that's where she when I picked them up yesterday or we picked them up yesterday. She's like, Mom, come upstairs and look at the gecko. And I said, Danica, I've seen a thousand lizards in my life. I don't need to see this one. And you sent me pictures all weekend. I think I'm okay. And so my daughter is like her father. And if she knows something bothers me, she's just going to like poke at it and poke at it. And so she sent me the first picture and I said, blah. And then she just sent me pictures all weekend of this gecko thing yeah and geckos i don't maybe two so Mm -hmm. do they look the same one is bigger than the other okay no they're different colors oh no i don't even know it all was a lizard to me and i'm like danica if you don't stop sending me this i'm gonna silence my phone because you know that's gonna stop the messages from coming through but yes she loves all the slimy things i don't even know if they're slimy i just have zero interest no i don't really like the feeling of them like you know their little feet crawling on you I don't know, Ugh. and their tail, but they're not slimy at all. Ugh. Do yeah. they stink? No. They're really the easy, very easy pets to take care of. You had to feed them worms and crickets. Oh, nope. So yeah, if you come out. <laughs> One of that. my absolute biggest fears is crickets. Did oh. you know that about me? No. 
I will never forget, we were in my dad's old Crown Victoria and and it had those like, le- not leather, um, you know, those like velvety plush seats where if you yes. move your hand one direction uh-huh. and then the other, you can like draw stuff in it. Yep. Because this is, you know, like 90s kid childhood nostalgia. Um, I was sitting in the car ready for church. My dad and I were ready because, you know, I am always the very timely kiddo. And I don't think it was all three siblings. I think it was just Margo and Jimmy, but they were holding crickets up to the window and the car's locked and they can't get in, but they were holding it up and I am beyond hysterical. Oh my goodness. Like I cannot stop crying. And then whoever's in the car with me, I'm pretty sure it was my dad, thinks it's funny too, because like, that's a stupid thing. Like what can a cricket do to you? That's what I was going to say. It can crawl in your ear hole and eat your brain. (laughs) That's what it can do. That's the most (laughs) rational thing or in your eye hole. (laughs) That's why I wear the eye mask the way I do. So that bugs don't get in my eyes and ears when I sleep. No, you're kidding. Dead serious. I thought light. it was just because you wanted it darker. That is part of it, but, but it, it started things because crawling in your eyes is in my ears, mostly my ears. Like so, it wraps all the way around. Yeah, so it, I have to have one that has a thick enough band that covers my ears completely. Oh um, my goodness! I have been through many an eye mask and have returned a lot that don't fit all my needs because it has to be dark enough and then it has to cover my ears properly so the bugs can't get in at night. I did not specifically know the that. crickets. Because, you know, that's what the crickets are after is yes. climbing in your ears. Oh, my. So, yeah, I I just, I can't. If if that, if I ever needed to had a pet, which I can't even imagine that, that requires crickets, I'm out. Like, I'm not yeah. going to do it. And okay. grasshoppers are in the same vein as crickets with me. Yeah. But specifically, um, <laughs> crickets, I, and my kids didn't know this, how much I, I have an issue with crickets. And when we were in Texas last December for a wedding, we were at this like um, space NASA observatory place. It was uh-huh. really cool. There was a Texas sized cricket on the ground. Um, Jacob or I took a picture. We did not put anything near it because I couldn't. I'm, we were pretty sure it was dead because it wasn't moving. It was like this big. It was like oh my six, inch, eight inches long. It was the most foul creature I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. And I walked like the second I saw it, because we were kind of cutting through the parking lot. When I saw it, I walked like a good radius away from the rest of the family and they were laughing at me and taking videos. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the one laughing when all of you are in the ER from this killer cricket because it attacked (laughs) you. And I had the smarts to stay away. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So that really has nothing to do with the weekend. No. But it does have to do but with I learned the something because I didn't realize part of the ear mask's job was also to protect your ear holes. Yes. And your yes. eye holes. All of the holes. Except for my so nose. So funny. Because I want to be able to breathe. And I just grew up like I am bigger than any of that creature, so I can just squash it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'll take care of it for you. Thank you. I need a, a cricket cricket killer for me. But anywho, well, hopefully there were no crickets over your weekend. So there we're not. I had to think about that. No. So we uh, we gave a gift to my dad and Connie for Christmas that we cashed in for them this weekend. And on Saturday, we saw Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that joke is going to have some miles on it left for me because I said it yesterday to the group of ladies. I said, well, yesterday my family saw Jesus. And they're like, what? Because usually when someone says they saw Jesus, it means they passed away. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a show in Branson right now called Jesus. And it is running, I think, until June. So it's about done. And that was their Christmas gift. And it was an adults-only weekend away with, you know, 
My oh, your siblings. And my siblings. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. <clears throat> Unfortunately, not all the siblings could make it, but it was still really, really great. Good conversation. So much fun. Just presence with each other was fabulous. And it was so different. And I don't know if you've ever done anything like this with your parents, but not having the kids there was just completely different, mm-hmm. like night and day. And just you know, the chaos is removed from the equation and not saying that kids are all kids equal chaos, but for all of us, Brian kids, all of us have three or four kids Mm -hmm. and there's four of us. So that's a lot of people running around stuff going on. And, um, yeah, so we just had that part just removed and it was just really, really good. Such a good weekend. Um, we did this really fun golf cart tour before going to the Jesus show and in typical Emily fashion, I hit my head on the golf cart and pretty sure I got a mild concussion because then I was sick that day and the next day, which was yesterday, and I still have a pretty bad headache this morning. But it's not, I'm not having the dizziness that I was. Good. Like just like the full spinning. And it's just the the list of ways I have magically hurt myself <laughs> are appalling. Like you would think I have half a brain. It's ridiculous how much i get hurt <laughs> and how badly i've gotten hurt in these scenarios right because it's not like oh i rolled my ankle in the walmart parking lot which i've actually done that too but it's just like my head i just uh that dizziness feeling i oh yeah. it was not good and not it was fun so dizzy that you like almost keep passing out and then but you want to fall asleep because you're so dizzy and it just doesn't feel right but anyway it's scary i Thank you for watching my yeah, my kiddos, but uh, not but because that was just such a gift that you and Chelsea um, and your families were able to step in and watch my kids so that we could give this gift to my family yeah. of our time. Well, so, we loved it. The kids had a blast. I'm so glad. Yeah, they were wiped. I'm, we you guys, I'm like, they're going to be tired. Yeah, they. So it was funny because we pull into the driveway and Knox is like, Dad. Let's go on a bike ride. And I'm thinking, okay, well, mom's laying down. I don't even care what you guys do. I'm just going to lay down. And we had Margo with us. So we got her sorted in her car and everything so she could get home to her family. And um, after that, within 10 minutes, Knox was in his bed taking a nap. (laughs) So the bike ride did not happen. Yeah. Well, they had already, I bet they had rode over two miles. So it was before you picked them up. It was just the three of them who all went on the bike ride. Yeah. Brandon, Charlie, and Knox. Okay. But then before that ride, they all went and rode down to Starbucks. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Which Starbucks is the closest to you guys? Down by the grocery store. So, like, you pass the school, like, 135th. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if the one off, like, 119th and closer to Schweitzer, if oh, that one no. was closer. Yeah, okay. No, the other one. Okay. That yeah. is so fun. So, yeah, they had so much fun. Oh, but, I love yeah. that. And Knox- I also went and took a nap. <laughs> Knox will do anything for a bike ride. He is my, like, two of his, well, probably three of his biggest loves are basketball, riding bikes, and reading. And so, obviously, two of those three things are hard to do in the winter. Yeah. So, they did a lot of that this weekend. Yeah. So, he just, he'll pack it in constantly. I still have not have had my bike fixed from my accident. And, Jacob's needs to be tuned up as well. So we need to actually go get both of our bikes fixed. Yeah. Because now Beckett's up and running. So I would love nothing more than to do a family bike ride. Yeah. Which is like back to the weekend topic. So we, um, like it, 
I feel like COVID ruined us, the, the lockdown, because our weekends were just empty and easy yeah. and filled with nothingness and being outside. And because the weather was turning in Kansas City at the time mm-hmm. and just people were out walking and it was so it refreshing. Was, it really was Honestly. like it just seeing everybody outside was mm-hmm. so cool. And we would see neighbors and, you know, they'd stop 10 feet away and we'd have a quick chat and all of that because there was still so much unknown yeah. with everything. But a family bike ride was something that we attempted to do. And we have a tand- tandem bike that is Jacob. It was Jacob's grandpa's. And it is just the coolest bike ever. But we would pop Beckett on the back of that. But it does make it difficult to ride when you have someone who's on the back who's dead weight because he couldn't reach the pedals. Yeah. So Jacob has to steer this double bike. (laughs) (laughs) Is it two or three seater? It's two. Two. I actually those things make me nervous. I have a picture and video of you and Brandon on it. Yeah, and and Jacob and Brandon on it. I just don't like not having I control. I ran across those pictures the other day. I, okay, we'll have to add those with our um, socials for today. But we just love, as a family, just like spending the weekends outside. But mm-hmm. with kids, like you like you said, kids' activities and birthday parties and regular errands you have to run. And one kid doesn't have the right soccer shoe size anymore, so now we have to go to the shoe store. Like, just, it's, yeah. it's usually really busy. Mm-hmm. And so that was nice for me this weekend to unplug and just not have any of those things. Yeah. Kind of fill up the calendar. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We, um, same here. It's just, it's busy. And I, when we have those opportunities to just soak in that, um, Brandon and I are all about it. And the kids are like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And so we're like, we're just going to stay home and yeah. enjoy this. Um, so then that's hard for me sometimes to navigate that because I don't want them to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also important for them to know that stillness and quiet is also good. We don't yes. have to be going and going all the time. Um, Aiden's fine with it. Charlie is more of my go, go, go. Like she likes to be busy. Um, but what I did love is it gets nicer outside and... um our neighborhood we've had some new families move in and just as recent weeks where we've had really nice days out i just love seeing my kids outside with friends and that's something i always hoped for was um kids their age yeah to live close to us because we had friends that had neighborhoods like that and our neighborhood just was not like that for a while my kids were kind of the oldest or their the kids were much older than our kids yeah so we didn't have that and recently in the past over, over the past year i guess um we've had some really great families move in with kids our age and so charlie's got kids right around her that are actually in her actual class which is great um and so, so there's awesome. kids all the time so like when you got there yesterday there was another family walked up and they're like hey is so and so inside i'm like yeah come on get that, it. i'll go get him it kind of t- took me a second because i was like you have even more children here <laughs> than the additional three that you've yeah. had <laughs> so that's something i've always envisioned and wanted like i want a home where all the kids can come and have a safe space to play and have snacks and drinks and whatever and so i'm excited for this summer um too i could tell yesterday like i'm gonna have to put some boundaries up probably like 
you know, after these hours, so Aiden and a neighbor boy exchanged walkie talkies. So they were still trying to talk last night, like at nine o'clock. And then first thing this morning, Aiden was like trying to call him on it. I'm like, okay, buddy, like we're going to have to have certain hours where you can use these like after school. But, um, I just love that. So yeah, for us right now, it's just a lot of family time Mm -hmm. and going. So activities, um, when summertime comes, a lot of pool time yeah. with friends. We have a neighborhood pool, too. So um, we'll be down there with all the neighbor friends. Yeah. Yeah. And we have we had to implement a rule for us because Jacob and I would truly, like, hang out with people every single night. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just where our heart's at. But we noticed earlier on that, and it was Danica, she would just say, why aren't we just spending time with the five of us? And it's funny because now she's like, why aren't we hanging out with people every night? <laughs> but uh, So then we had to realize, okay, if we have card night scheduled with friends on a Friday night, we're not going to schedule anything for Saturday night. Mm-hmm. We, Of course, we have to make exceptions or we've had to make exceptions at certain times when there's been like an event for work or school that pops up. Right. And then we already had something set in stone with family or with a group of friends, or a birthday party, or whatever. So, sometimes that doesn't always hold true. But for the most part, we have found how helpful it is to just be pretty inflexible with that. So, Mm -hmm. then that way, there is a night that we can just have the five of us. Yeah. And this is, I'm talking more specifically about during the school year, because the summer is a lot of, like, late night hangouts by the pool, outside, just... Sometimes like a neighbor will pop by and then all of a sudden we're having a pool party with a neighbor or Mm -hmm. having dinner and like that stuff we're totally fine with. But and then the other thing, too, I'm noticing is and parents who have kids older than a 13 year old, you're going to laugh at this and my naiveness, but of how Danica is like slowly transitioning into she wants to be with her friends more. And that is okay, mm-hmm. right? You know, because right. I want her to want to be around her friends. I also want her to want to be around her family. But that I'm very curious to see what the summer will look like as she is getting closer to entering eighth grade and yeah. getting to have the, the the freedom maybe to make her own choices with stuff like that. Because we're not going to say yes to everything and we're not going to say no to everything. Mm-hmm. But there will be times where we're like, oh, we're having card night with one of our really close friends and they only have sons and so our boys love it and eat it up and that's okay if danica wants to go have a sleepover with a friend Mm -hmm. that's fine because she she's probably gonna enjoy that more at this stage in life now yeah and that's totally fine yeah so it's just so hard to see them grow up so fast too (laughs) oh my gosh like to think that yeah crazy it's weird because i'm thinking too around that age is when i was spending more and more time with my friends and yeah yeah it's just it's it's a reality that is slowly it's so funny when you feel like oh that's so far away mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like oh it's here that's my life now i know <laughs> so, oh my goodness but yeah so i feel like if there's any hopefully wisdom i can pass on to anyone if you are finding that your weekends are just chaos chaos try to set aside one night yeah where you it's just your family we call it friday 
we do Fridays family okay. fun night and we typically try not to do anything on Friday nights. Yeah. Like you said, randomly things will pop up or whatever. Um, but we try to make that where we're just stay at home yeah. and we hang out. So whether that's a game night or a movie mm-hmm. or something, our week is super busy. We have, I think only one night during the week where we don't have anything. Oh, wow. And so that's already crazy enough. And yeah. then you go into a really busy week weekend. So, yeah. um, that's nice. But like you said, it'll, is the, it gets nice outside. We're outside a lot mm-hmm. and we do grilling and have the fire pit out and stuff, yeah. but then neighbors come or whatever. And that's fine, but it's still, at least you're in your home space a right. little bit. Um, and so, yeah, that I agree with that. Yeah. And I feel like that matters too, of being in the, the safety of your home space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if one kiddo is like, I'm beat, I'm just going to go to my bed and lay down. That's fine. Yeah. Because then you're home and you're right. not like having to transplant everyone if one person's ready to go. Mm-hmm. But on the reverse of that, maybe somebody's listening to this and they're like, I'm craving that people time. Yeah. Then that's okay. And there's so many different ways and forums that you can find it. I know so many people have connected with like moms groups or even friends on online sources, mm-hmm. which is really crazy to think that like 20 years ago, maybe 30 years ago, that was something that was more could be potentially sketchy. Right. <laughs> but, but, and I guess it, there's not to say that it isn't still sketchy yeah, at that's times. True. But just to be able to find people to connect with and whether, you know, it's through your kids' school or church or any form of activity. Activities, yeah, yeah. Sports teams and stuff. Yeah. Your neighbors, even. Mm-hmm. Like, go over and say, I think What's that's up? so great. Yeah, too. The neighbor thing. I don't know, like, for like when um it's winter <laughs> I can't find my words <laughs> um everybody is just kind of like hermit crabs yeah. right you know like hi do hermit crabs hibernate i don't know where that came i don't out, know <laughs> they get in their shell though yeah okay so they're in their shell I that's like what i was going with okay <laughs> um and you're just you know because it's kind of yuck outside and you can't really do much outside whatever so you don't see people as much so i love this time of year where it's spring and the weather's changing and you see people come out more and just open up. And so I think that's great too, is reach out and have a neighbor over for lunch or, you know, on a weekend or a evening barbecue or something. Right. Um, Because chances are that if you're feeling that need for community, they are too, you know? And so I think that's just awesome. A gesture just to kind of put yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then all of that makes me, think and laugh about how different my our life looked pre-kids mm-hmm. on the weekends <laughs> and we quite frankly did not have much married time alone before we became parents yeah so we had danica um the month of our one year anniversary so okay. we only had a couple months and then she was born seven weeks early right so we only had a couple months of just us and then I'm rolling my eyes because we get a dog because we think that's what you're supposed to do when you get married. And neither of us wanted a dog, but thought the other one wanted a dog. So this is go- oh this is like full circle back to the whole communicate with your spouse right. or your significant other. Um, communication is key. So neither of us are really dog people. Uh-huh. We both grew up with dogs and we just thought that that's what you do. You get married and you get a dog. Um, so Ginger like was our life there for a while of whatever she needed or wanted to do. And then when I got pregnant, I was so, so sick. And I just remember so many weekends of us just having like movie marathons because 
number one, we could not afford to leave our house. We Mm -hmm. really couldn't. And number two, that was something that we loved. When we met each other, each of us had like easily 300 DVDs a piece because we both just loved movies. Like when I went to college, I had to have this huge box because I love movies and so does Jacob. And a lot of our movies were duplicates because we had a lot of the same taste um, for the most part. He actually liked chick flicks more than I did. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Um, I have learned to appreciate them, <laughs> but he, uh, it's just one of those things that I will never forget, like when we went through all the Batman movies and just, you know, all sorts of movie marathons and or playing games and all of that. That's kind of what we did. We would go out and go to the park, walk the dog, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But it was just, it was a reprieve for me at the time because I was working a lot and not feeling good. And it just, it was so, so different. So I really went through a phase of having a lot of envy for couples that waited a few years to have kids because I was like, what is that like? Did you have so much fun? Yeah. Because even if we waited a couple of years, we still wouldn't have had much money. So we wouldn't have been able to do a lot of the extracurriculars that Mm -hmm. I see some people doing. But keep in mind, we got married when we were both 21. So that was bonkers yeah don't i mean obviously i recommend it because i love him but (laughs) it's just don't feel like you have to get married right when you get out of college right that's maybe that's something we can talk about later is just you know the 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 concept of like i grew up and felt like i know you and i have discussed this i felt like you go to a school you find a good man you get married you start Mm -hmm. a family like that's why i just had such a specific action plan with Mm -hmm. that and I'm not saying I married Jacob out of necessity that right. he was that person, but I just wanted to be married to the guy. Mm-hmm. And um, it and obviously life worked out exactly the way it was supposed to. But it's just really funny how looking back now, I was like, where was the fire? Like, why why was I so like gung ho? I have In to a rush, get yeah, right now. But. Isn't it ironic? Like we think back, like Brandon and I sometimes we're like, what did we used to do with all of our time? Yeah. Like, because now we're like, we don't have time to do, you know, any of these other extra things. Um, what did we used to do? Or like we wasted a lot of time. <laughs> and then the ironic thing is like when you want to go do things, like you said, you didn't have the money to do it when you had all the time. Yeah. Isn't life is just ironic that way. Like Yes, it really is. It's craziness. Um, we did a lot of just whatever we wanted to do. <laughs> we ate out a lot. We'd go out with friends. Um, Saturday mornings were just nice and quiet and we'd sleep in. Oh, and yes. Yeah, wherever the day led. Um, we did have, you know, Brandon have a five-year plan. So we were married <laughs> for four years before we had Charlie. Um, before you had her so mm-hmm. you got pregnant way before his timeline mm-hmm. okay yeah i was gonna um, ask how many years you guys had just the two of you yeah married yeah yeah so she we got married in 08 and she was born in 12 so then uh what about ellie did you also have so the we got married we did dog? Do the dog <laughs> yep that was the plan after right after we got married we got her um little ellie so she was my training tool you know, to see how well that went. But we both agreed upon it. So we wanted her. <laughs> and at the time, <laughs> um, we still want you, Ellie. <laughs> You're fine. Um, 
so we did do the whole dog thing and yeah, all of that. I should say we both thought we wanted Ginger and she was a cute and sweet dog. And she lived her absolute best life until her very last day because our lovely neighbors took her in and that's so cool. They um they got her healthy. They actually took her on walks. <laughs> Cause you know, once life picked up and got crazy, like we just the dog became such a low priority. And then that's I think when we had the realization we are not dog people and we want her to have the absolute best life. Mm-hmm. And that is not with us. Um, and so we knew we were like, we are not going to put in her position where she could be euthanized. Cause we don't believe in that. Yeah. So we were like, we are going to find her a home where she will be loved. And the, the neighbors that had been watching her for us when we would travel, I approached her and I was like, Hey, this is a huge ask. And I know that you kind of mentioned to me that you were thinking about getting a dog and you wanted it to be a rescue. We, and this was right after we adopted Knox and she kept sitting on his head. Like, cause that's what it was for her second baby. Right. Danica was her first baby. and Knox was her <laughs> second baby. And we just were like, we want, we are going to make sure that she's positioned to, for the best life possible. And we yeah. know you guys would give her that, but please like think about it get back to us, like take your time with this decision. Cause I know it's a big one going from zero dogs to one. And she was like, yeah, okay. Not even 30 minutes later, she came, walked back over to my house and she's like, we'll take her. Aww. And I was like, Wait, Oh, okay. And it I was so perfect that. because then Danica was pretty upset, but she could walk a couple houses down yes. and visit her. Oh, and they so were cool. so sweet about letting her visit. And, um, she really did live her best, best best life and she very sadly passed away it was about a year and a half ago i think no was it two and a half years ago oh my gosh it was the christmas before covid mm. so it had been in 19 yeah, 19 um because we had a christmas thing at school and she reached out and asked you know do the kids and you guys want to say your goodbyes and we were like yes we yeah. do and we got to and i'm so thankful that she just looped us in the entire time she had her and like ginger was so so loved and then now they have another king cavalier named gus and he's so cute (laughs) so they just love it and also um the uh ruby one so it's the not completely red one but it's like white and red Mm -hmm. because yeah you wouldn't have met ginger no because we we adopted Knox, and that's like as we were meeting you guys and so um but yeah she was just she was a good dog but we're just we weren't and aren't dog people. Yeah. And you're cat I, people. I, we are. And I love that other people have dogs. And I, I really do like Ellie because she'll just sit. But yeah. that's probably because she behaves like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, but yeah. Geez. So yes. anyway, uh, thank you to my fabulous neighbor, old neighbors who did that. Yeah. Because that's so cool. it was wonderful because we also were like, we, I just hate it when people, like, when I see on Facebook or whatever, because I'm on a Kansas City page of Lost Pets, because I have had a cat run away before, and when they will say, like, this poor dog was found on the side of the road and was injured mm-hmm. and all of that, and I just, oh, it breaks my heart, because if you're making a choice to get a pet, take care of the pet and right. see it through, right. or find it a new home. Exactly. If it's not going to work out, then exactly. There's so yeah. many different options and ways these days to right. do that. Yeah. yeah, and I can tell you from experience, well, actually, from experience, I didn't personally experience it. Jacob did. 
and that actually they weren't nice to him, but I don't know how he handled the situation either. But most places will like no kill shelters will take an animal back if it was mm-hmm. adopted out mm-hmm. because they do they want the best for the animal right. as well. Um, in this scenario, I don't ex- I, again I wasn't there because I told Jacob I wasn't doing it, but we had a very tragic um, cat stint a couple years ago for Danica's tenth birthday. We got her two rescue cats. And we had them for two weeks and everyone's allergies were so bad. Jacob's eyes were like basically crusted shut every yeah, morning. And he bad. stayed at the office really long hours just to get away from the cats because he he was so sick. And I knew in my gut after like five days, like this is not going to work out. Oh. And so <laughs> poor Dink, it was it was seriously one of my like lowest lows of parenting, but we told her, we were like, if we ever move to a house that has land, which we that was our plan and had been for a while, we will get outdoor cats because um, her aunt, mentally, has outdoor cats. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we were like, we know it's feasible and we can make this work. And you betcha, when we moved to where we had some land, we got some She's outdoor got cats. got cats and yes. her cat room. And she was very, very excited about it. Yes. <laughs> the cat room wasn't necessarily part of the plan, but it worked out really well. <laughs> it worked out really, really well. I apologize about that. Um, I don't know why my phone rang. Sorry, yeah, friends. That was Jacob calling um, me. I was just thinking about weekends. Did you ever say, like, I remember when we started talking about kids and we would talk about it, like, in our group, like, oh, when we have kids, they'll just go with us everywhere. Like, it's not going <laughs> to really change anything. Did you guys do that? Do you remember saying that? Or really thinking, like, not a whole lot would change naively because yeah I mean, to be honest you can read books you can talk to people you can do all the things to prepare to be a parent but you really have no idea what you're getting into until you have that baby yourself in your care um and so i remember we had the best intentions for to continue all the things right and it's not that things don't continue, but they look very, very different. Yes. And you just figure that out on the backside. Right. But I remember like, oh, yeah, nothing will change. We can just take that baby with us. Yes. Yeah. They'll, it, they'll come everywhere with us. It didn't quite work that way. But even I, I do remember dating and being at a restaurant and children were running amok and being like, ugh, when we're parents someday, yeah. <laughs> our kids will never be the ones causing an issue at a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, that couldn't be further from the truth yep. because we have been that family that's caused a scene at a restaurant. And, you know, that's also, it's hard. And so that's that's another, like, random one-off thing that Jacob and I, when the kids were really little and pretty obnoxious at restaurants, if it was a certain caliber of restaurants, we would just get a babysitter because it was... More enjoyable for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it would kind of probably kill the vibe for a lot of people because, you know, they see these adorable little kiddos come in who are dressed all to the nines and then they start getting upset because it's not Kraft mac and cheese. It is house made mac and cheese. (laughs) And because obviously Kraft is superior when you are actually Knox still feels that way. Uh And then, you know, feelings are going all over the place. Yep, and all control is lost. Yes, yeah, for sure. So that's something that with weekends, I do remember thinking like, I don't know why, and I I feel like we've never still done this well, but just going on a walk at the five of us, like I just thought, oh, every Saturday and Sunday we'll go on a walk as Mm -hmm. a family. No, 
we've never really done that. And so when I do see families out walking, I love that because I'm like, we need to just make that part of it. And I don't even care. It doesn't have to be the walk, the bike ride, just yeah. something physical yeah. that you are still with each other, but enjoying the weather and yes. just being outside. And I love it. How about fishing? Ugh. <laughs> My family does fishing. a lot of fishing. Um, and we are very thankful for Jacob and Emily have a pond in their area that <laughs> our son is obsessed with it. So we like to come and, you know, can we use the pond? So, yes, we do. Our family does a lot of fishing. Yeah. Um, we actually haven't lately, um, probably because it's not really fishing season in the winter, but we do go as a family pretty often. I used to not go. And then Jacob told me in a very kind way, this is a family thing. You are coming along because you're part of this family. And I was like, fine, but I'm not touching any worms. And so I have gone. I've learned how to worm a hook without touching the worm. I've mastered that now. I will not touch the fish the second that it gets hooked. <laughs> and I probably will drop the rod and run away. <laughs> and I witnessed this firsthand the first time and I thought something had happened like I thought she got the hook in her finger or something I wasn't quite sure why she was running she had caught a fish yes and that was just the end of it she caught it and then she drops it she runs up the hill I was like man this is quite the I've never seen this and I think uh, it really alarmed your kids yeah because Aiden's like, what's wrong with her? Just hold the fish and take it off. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, that's so funny. And I can't do it to the point where I can't even try. Like, I, yeah. I know there's things that you can grow in life and you can try. I, I can't. I just, I think I would pass out. I'd probably throw up first <laughs> and then pass out. No, that is a slimy one. Oh, yeah. So, no. Yeah. Oh, and they'll, they'll look at you and oh, mm-hmm. just, I can't, I can't, I can't. But fishing as a family, I really do enjoy sitting and watching the family fish yeah. and then not having to actually participate, which I think that's something fine, too, that for a long time, I always felt like if I, you know, if they're playing basketball and I just didn't feel like playing basketball and I was there watching, I felt like guilty that I wasn't actually part of it, mm-hmm. but I was still there. And mm-hmm. so it took me a while to just kind of change my lens and be like, you know what? I will go fishing with a family. I am not actually going to fish, yeah. but I will I will be in presence with you guys as you're doing something that you enjoy. And I definitely don't want to teach my kids to be all wieners about it when they're fishing, uh, <laughs> which my husband actually uses his power weenies. That's what he calls it. <laughs> As bait, he doesn't always use worms, um, and maybe it's from my a childhood trauma. I got hooked. My my beautiful Sunday dress got hooked by a fish hook, uh. and from one of the families we were with, I think it was one of the boys. It was an accident, but when he pulled it back to cast, it caught my dress, yeah. and I cried and cried and cried probably longer than I should have. But it ripped my dress because it was like a lace overlay. Uh-huh. It was very sad because it ruined my fancy it's dress. Traumatic, yeah. I mean, it could have been much worse than... <laughs> well, you could have got one in your thumb, and then, <gasps> as Brandon did, and then he had to take him to the emergency room, and... Oh, that, oh, that sounds so but terrible. I think presence is important, and I think that's what matters the most to the kiddos, too. Yes. And w- so, as we're talking about this, you know, like, we had these luxury meals, or we'd go out, or just these quiet nights at home all alone, doing whatever you wanted to, and then we talk about 
fishing or these bike rides or, you know, all the kids stuff. I really can't imagine going back yeah. to, to just Brandon and I. Yeah. The times where we have weekends alone or we get to go do something are wonderful, but both of us are like after a certain period of time ready to go back home because yeah. now home is us and our children. Yeah. So it just feels like something's missing. Yeah. So it really does. To all the listeners, whether you're in the stage of just yourself or you and a partner or spouse or whatever that looks like before marriage, before kids, just enjoy. I think this is the other thing I've learned too with time and age uh, (laughs) is to enjoy the season that I'm in. Yes. And I tell this, I even talked to the girls about this this weekend because, (laughs) you know, they're preteen and teenager and they just want to be, you know, older and I'm like, guys, just enjoy where you're at now because time does go so fast. And, you know, back then we were probably looking forward to when we had children or when we had a house yeah. or a dog or whatever it was. And sometimes we get so focused on, not that dreaming or thinking about your future isn't, that's not bad. Yeah. But let that be that. And then really just focus in the present time yeah. and just enjoying all the things that is there. So, um, that's my bit of wisdom. That's a good one. It's something still today that I have to remind myself. Yeah. Because in the craziness of life and the go, go, go and the exhaustion and all that, I also have to continually remind myself, like, I am so grateful for this. Yeah. It, it is exhausting and all the things, but it is so amazing yeah. and joyful and all of that and fills my heart. So Yes. And I remember seeing like a meme many years ago that said, something to the effect and of course i'm gonna butcher it but it says isn't it amazing that all the things i used to pray for i have now yeah and i was just like "Ooh, that's good because often when we reach a goal or you know you finally are in the house that you wanted to be in for long term then you can easily find yourself being like well what am i supposed to aim for now right and instead of just just be still Mm -hmm. and enjoy all of it because you achieved this goal and that's awesome, but it doesn't mean you have to now create a new goal. Right. That's even different or bigger or better or whatever your your the, all these falsities that you're throwing at yourself mm-hmm. because that is not the case. And just I, I love the message of just be still, be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Grateful. I think that's one thing we uh miss out a lot in life is the um act of gratefulness yes. and really sitting in that. And um, taking that all in, like saying, you know, we say thank you or like, oh, this is amazing. But then just taking that extra step to just be still and really just sit in that space of how grateful you are. Yeah. And what that can do to your soul and your spirit, I yes. think, is like so much just healing and life giving um, and fills you up probably more so than we even know so right. i know it, for me it's a it practice does. that i need to um continually work on and just do actively do more and it even says grateful on your sweater right now oh my gosh it does <laughs> Yay! so i i love that you're just talking about being gratefulness and i'm like you know it says grateful on your sweater <laughs> nope i forgot about that already and mine says snook in <laughs> well i'm grateful for snook in yes, too I i'm ready too. to go back 
yeah. So whatever your weekends look like, I I hope that you gained a, a little pockets of wisdom from us of our weekends. And I just I love that message there at the end of just be just still and thankful and grateful for the season that you're in. Yeah. And it's going to change whether or not you're, you know, about to get married and maybe you want to have kids someday or maybe you are not interested in any of those things. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine. But you're still going to have seasons of change and And things changing around you. Yes. I was going to say sometimes it's change that you are not in control of. Right. Yeah. Change things. Yeah. Yeah. And so... It, and I, I know if anyone's listening and they're like, but I am in a really, really rough season right now. Um, and we're saying, be grateful, be thankful. Um, that's okay, because we've all had them mm-hmm. and we will continue to have them. Yeah. And I will say, you know, as someone who leans on my faith so much, I am thankful for my rough seasons. It's it's hard to do it in the moment, but I'm thankful for my rough seasons because they just sharpen me for my good seasons. Mm-hmm. And I know that that can be, I would probably hear that with a cynical point of view if somebody was telling me that and I was really, really hurting, but it's so true. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we hope you enjoyed our little mishmash of <laughs> weekends and <laughs> dogs and <laughs> geckos. And all the life things. <laughs> yeah. But we have a couple questions and we didn't do them last week. And so we're going to get back to it for this week. But this is so funny because this is before we picked the topic that I wrote down. Okay. You want to start us off? Yeah. What is something that made you smile this weekend? Oh boy. Something that made me smile. Uh, Yesterday morning, all of us kids that were there and spouses were just sitting in the living room, just chatting and we had the most profound conversation and it was just good and i left feeling my heart was so full yeah and just my heart was smiling and so that's what made me smile this weekend i love that yes um for me one big thing was um both my kids each scored two goals each in their separate soccer games but the pure joy <laughs> when they scored and their like celebration after and the smile on their faces just like I don't know as a mama it just fills you with so much joy and happiness for them because yeah. you can tell like they're just so proud and excited right and I feel like it's one of those things like you encourage them and build them up to be proud of themselves and like um proud in what they're doing and all that kind of stuff but when they can have that type of like immediate return or whatever i feel like it's giving them a pat on the back of like yes you know i don't know so anyway that really made me smile this weekend oh that's so fun i love that okay number two would you travel via boat or plane does that mean like a like a cruise ship boat i sure I'm going to go with a plane. <laughs> I have never been on a cruise. I was going to ask if you've ever been on a cruise. And Brandon and I go round and round. I would love to try it, but I have this fear that I would be sick and then my entire trip would be ruined. Even though I clearly know there's medication I can take and all these things I could mm-hmm. do to prevent that. But I get motion sick very, very easily. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this fear that I have. So I would go plane. 
So I, I think for me, it would depend on the context, right? Because I would go on a cruise mm-hmm. and I have been on cruises where I've gotten very ill and I've been on ones that were totally fine. Um, but we, we have learned we have to take the less drowsy Dramamine and we have to start it three days before our cruise. Oh, okay. Um, so then I, I don't know why, but that just works for us. Or even when we go to Universal and we're going to be riding rides, have to start it three days before that. Yeah. And it helps immensely. But I, I've been so enticed by a cruise right now because they're so cheap. Mm. And one of our uh, friends at school, they just went on one. It was over the winter break. And they said the boat was like at 30 or 40% capacity. Oh, dang. There's like nobody on it. And so I'm like, ooh, this is very intriguing to me to be on a... Maybe it'd be the ideal time to try for the first time type of thing. On a relatively inexpensive cruise. And then there's not very many people on the boat. Uh, Yeah, I I don't think that would be too bad of a deal. But so I guess I didn't really answer the question uh, either. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) That's my answer. (laughs) very good okay last one when is the last time you laughed so hard you cried oh it was this weekend for sure we were what was it friday night or saturday night oh my gosh i was telling a story of something that happened to me and i couldn't even get through the story without like cracking myself up and crying (laughs) But I feel like that tends to happen to me pretty often. What was the story? It was about, it was similar to the funny level of the CC story that I will not share on here, but that that Uh I know you know about. Yeah. But it was just something that it was like one thing after the other, after the other, and just hysterics. And of course, when I think of it someday, I'll share it on here, but I might be laughing and crying through the whole thing. But I love that feeling of laughing until you cry. Like, I, it just feels like you could have the weight of a thousand pounds on your shoulder. But then when you do that, it's just like gone. Mm -hmm. So what about you? I love that. I think it was um, when we talked about hoses. (laughs) About hoses? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) I thought you said Moses. And I was like, when? No, we talked about about the hoses and they curl up oh and they can get really gosh. long and short and the hoses and I never it even just went on and on yeah I did not get a birthday hose no <laughs> so, darn anyway yeah oh that gosh. one was great that was so funny in case you missed that it's on a prior episode I couldn't even tell you which number I don't remember either but it might have been our birthday one was it the birthday one probably I don't know if I made a joke about this because we were talking about unplugging our hoses um yeah it might be episode 19 i think it is episode 19 that we talk about that because we were talking about (laughs) our birthday month which was march Uh yeah so but now we're in april and pretty soon it will be may yeah and school will be out and summer will be upon us it will and then weekends will look a little different in the summer than they do right now even so for sure yeah well be sure to tune in next week if you want to hear about our um my infertility journey with jacob and uh yeah then the next week we are going to we're going to have some mystery guests take over for mother's day because Mm -hmm. we thought why are we going to be doing all the work on mother's day right so you'll have to stay tuned for that yeah Yeah. because we deserve it exactly (laughs) 
Okay. I think that's well, all. Well, great. Well, thank great. you for joining us today yes. and just this girl time, this girl chat. Yes. Um, on life and all the things. Yes. And until next time, keep, keep it ridiculously, ridiculously imperfect. Thanks for listening to Ridiculously Imperfect. You can find us on Facebook at Ridiculously Imperfect, on Instagram at Ridiculously Imperfect Podcast, or at RidiculouslyImperfect.com. This podcast is produced by Emily Eaton and Kelsey Foster. Our sound engineer is Isaac Moreno with Kingdom Come Studios. Until next time, keep keep it ridiculously ridiculously imperfect. imperfect.